0: Reality Church is a church striving to be biblical. We pray that this sermon would help you in your personal walk. Be blessed. Amen. In, uh, coming to this word this morning, uh, we're going to depart a little bit from Romans, uh, in talking with uh, Pastor Garrett, uh, when I was preparing this sermon, I can prepare a sermon that is on a topic a little bit more easily than I can a sermon on Romans. A sermon on Romans will take me up, up to 12 hours to do. And uh, my stamina was not quite where it should be, so I wanted to take and Veer from Romans this morning to uh, give you something that I hope will help as we continue with Romans. I think it's uh, going to be helpful to understand what we're preaching this morning because it may help help us understand why Romans. Um, I wanted to uh, to to get on something that is kind of near and dear to my own heart. Um as God began to move my my heart around about how I preach and how I actually live my life, one of the main things that I understood was that I didn't have a doctrine that I understood who God really was and who Christ was. So I wanted to, as as God did a reformation in my heart, He began to show me these doctrines that are so important to understand who Christ is, who God is, and all these things. So I wanted to discuss with you this morning why doctrine why doctrine why do we learn doctrine in our church why do i preach through books of the bible in our church i think it's important that we understand why um there's many who would say that they don't need doctrine in theology they just need jesus and that seems very sincere it seems uh very sincere unfortunately it's sincerely wrong uh, doctrine actually tells us who christ is it helps us to understand that we are serving the correct christ Um, many and false religions serve the wrong christ because they have believed what they've been told and not learned true doctrine and theology from the word of god about who christ actually is we see that uh, very clearly in a a couple religions that we know um, you know that are pretty popular uh, Mormonism believes that, uh, that that Jesus and Lucifer are brothers and that uh, God the Father came and, and impregnated Mary with, with a Jesus, and that's incorrect. And we see in Jehovah's Witnesses they believe that, that Jesus is the Archangel Michael. And that's, that's incorrect. That's why it's so important that we learn doctrine because we need to know which Jesus we're serving. Which Jesus are we serving? And I pray that we'll all see the absolute necessity of learning that solid doctrine of Christ. And not only that, I pray that we can see the beauty in understanding these doctrines of Christ. So I want, to go with, I want you to go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 3. I'm going to read verses 12 through 17. Now hear the infallible, inspired word of God. 2 Timothy 3, 12 through 17. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. While evil people and imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you. Continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped, For every good work, let us pray. Father God, we thank you so much for your word that it is infallible and errant. It stands the test of time. It was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Every writer who wrote a word in this book was inspired by the Holy Spirit to write that word. We thank you for that. We thank you that we can hold it in our hands, we can look it up on the internet, we can hold it in our phones. We can have so many versions to help us to understand it. God, we can't thank you enough for those men who went before us who died to make sure that could happen for us. God, we ask that you would remove the veil, that we may see you clearly revealed in the scripture, that every nugget of truth will be presented clearly before us by the illumination of the Holy Spirit. Help us. To grow in your word and in your doctrine. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. In Jesus name. Amen. Now. This is an extremely important. And valuable set of scripture. Um, It's a sound piece of advice. uh, For a young pastor from his teacher. That's, That's what the relationship between Timothy and Paul was. Paul was the teacher, and Timothy was the learner. He was going to be a pastor for a church, and and Paul is pouring into Timothy all of these important things that he must know. And it's a sound piece of advice, but it's more than that. It is some of the most essential teaching that we can hear to help us in our Christian lives. This set of verses helps to answer an, an extremely important question. Why is it so important to learn our doctrine from the Word of God? Why? Let's go to verse 12. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Now, this is an interesting place to start when he's talking about the Word of God. And he's talking about the importance of learning it for your life. He is stating something very clear here we who are in christ first of all should desire to live a godly life and that life of seeking after holiness will bring persecution there's going to be times that we will not be liked and that we will face things i actually saw a video i talked about it this morning to the Sunday school classes, we were learning because it kind of was relevant. I saw a, a video on Facebook of a 60 to 70 year old preacher open air preaching in England and two police officers pulling him off his stand uh, and arresting him, cuffing him. And the reason that they did this was because he had said something that hurt the mental health of somebody who was walking by and it had made them feel unsafe. So they arrested him. His statement was this. God created male and female no matter how we feel about it. He was arrested and cuffed and taken to jail because he spoke the truth. He seeked He sought to live a a godly life and he sought to share the truth with people. And because of that, he was persecuted. We will face things at times if we are in Christ. And there's one place to turn in all of that time of trouble. We turn to the word of God because it's a place to turn in times of trouble. It tells us the truth of who Christ is and it builds our faith. Gives us more hope each day. Verse 13. While evil people and imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. We need to understand something as well. There are many wolves and deceivers that claim to be men and women of God. And they are dangerous. Uh, Peter talked about it in his epistle. In 2 Peter Chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, it says But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their sensuality, and because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle and their destruction is not asleep. It's a dangerous place to be when you're giving false doctrine to God's people. Now, that's why it's so important to learn the doctrines of Christ. That is why we as elders are meant to steer you towards good teaching here at this church. That is why I preach through scripture. I don't depend on my own. Uh, cool ideas, that depend on scripture. That is why Pastor Garrett disciples through the word of God on sun, in Sunday school. That is why Brother Jesse and Miss Jolene teach our children the word of God in Sunday school. And that cute little stories, he, they teach the straight up word of God. My daughter's been learning the Ten Commandments for three weeks. That's why we learn the word of God, because we must know the good and the true so that we can avoid the bad and the misleading that will lead us towards other things that are not the truth. Things that say that, that Jesus wasn't God on this earth. Things that say that Jesus only arose as a ghost. Things that say that uh That the God of the Old Testament is a different God than the God of the New Testament. These are dangerous heresies that are being preached nowadays in, in, in churches. And we must know what is good so that we can avoid what is bad. Verse 14. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it. What do we do in a world that persecutes us, in a world that we hear so many different messages that conflict so easily? What do we do as as Christian people, as people who are in Christ? What do we do in those situations? We continue in what we have learned. That's the message from Paul to Timothy. He's giving strong advice because he understood the road ahead may be difficult. He knew that that Timothy was fixing to be taking on a church. And he knew the importance of the church. And he knew the importance that the church learns sound doctrine. And he wants Timothy to continue in that doctrine. To stand on the word of God during persecution. To stand against wolves and false teachers. That arise to lead to God's people astray, that's one of our jobs as elders at this church and and I hope that you would see that that our job is to to call and care for the sheep and to chase away the wolves. You see Timothy is to just depend on the Holy Spirit as his teacher he says Knowing who you've learned it from. Where do we learn the word of God from? How do we begin to grasp what it says? Jesus was clear on that. The Holy Spirit shows us who Christ is through the word of God. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. He wants them to stand firm on the truth that he teaches, which is the word of God. Timothy is a pastor, is to stand on doctrinal truth. Paul even reminds Timothy where the truth comes from, which I think is important. Verse 15, he says, And how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation. Through faith in Christ Jesus. Paul is clear that the truth on which we can stand comes from one place. Timothy's been acquainted with it since he was a child. He's been learning it since he was a child. The sacred writings. Paul is telling Timothy to lean on what he has been taught. The wonderful doctrines contained in... The sacred writings. The same writings that we can hold in our hands. The very word that we teach our children. Those are the sacred writings. That Paul told Timothy to trust. To lean on. And he's been learning them since he was a child. And I love what Paul says that these doctrines can do. The Word of God, these sacred writings, these amazing doctrines, are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Many may want to add their thoughts or feelings to what the truth is. And it may seem smart or relevant or deep, but Paul is pushing Timothy one place. He's pushing him towards what will stand forever. The Word of God. How do we know that the word of God will stand forever? In first Peter. Chapter one. Verses 23 through 25. It says this. Since you have been born again. Not of perishable seed. But of imperishable. Through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like grass. And all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers And the flower falls. But the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. What stands forever? The word of God stands forever. What God has said will stand forever. The grass will go away. The flowers will die. But the word of God will remain forever true. We may say things and we may feel things and things may make us feel uncomfortable that are true according to the word of God. I know that man standing on that on that stand in England, he probably may have felt uncomfortable saying what he had to say. But he could not deny the word of God and he had to preach the truth. Stand according to the word of God, because that's the only thing that will stand. The word of the living God. Verse 16 and 17 says this. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. That the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. These verses are some of the most pivotal verses for the child of God to depend on. The word of God. Is our authority. It's the rule of faith and practice in our lives. It is sufficient to tell us about the doctrines of Christ and who He is. And we need to stand on those things. God wants us to be complete. And this is what it says the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. How? Understanding that all scripture is breathed out by God, profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. So, we absolutely need to know the word of God and doctrine because it completes us. It makes us stand strong in a time that is difficult. And make no mistake, these are difficult times. We needed to stand against all of the things that come against us as the church. We need the word of God to stand against all those who would lead us astray towards false doctrines. And we need the word of God in order to remain steadfast in Christ. That is why I encourage you to read through the Bible yearly. It is a truth that will help you every day to stand. Trust in doctrine. Lean on what you have learned. Because the things that you learn from the Word of God, these truths about Christ, that He is the Savior of the universe, all God, all man, who came, took our sin upon Himself on the cross, took the wrath of God for that sin, He died. He was buried. And on the third day, he rose again in victory. That's a true Christ. That's the Savior of the universe. That's somebody you can count on. And that's who the Word of God is talking about. You want to stand stronger? Stand on the Word of God. Stand and understand who your God is that it will stand forever, his word, and that Christ is the hope of your life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this word. We thank you for the truths contained in your your Bible, that we can access it and see these things, God. That the more we read, the more we see about who Christ is and what he has done. That your love is clearly shown to us through what Christ suffered for our sins on that cross. God, that we see from Genesis to Revelation the redemption of your people through your Son. And that we know that the object, the point, the whole idea is that we are to run to Christ for our salvation. And that you are faithful and just to forgive us. God, we as Christians may sometimes lose our way in our minds or in our hearts to get distracted by other things. God, help us to always come back to a center of this word, knowing that it is the truth that though the grass burns to nothing, though the flower dies and falls off the stem, the word of God will remain. We thank you for that. We thank you for the fact that we have access to it. And we can know what it means. God, we ask that you would help us to stand strong in these times. God, times of persecution. When many would hate us for what we stand for and the truths that we proclaim. Help us to stand on the word of God. God, help us to stand in a times when there's so many distracting and untrue teachers who are leading people towards false ideas of of all these theories that are supposed to trump the gospel when the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Help us to turn away from those people and towards the word of God as truth. Let us stand on your word. And God, help us to always lean upon what we have learned and teach our children these things. God, help us to proclaim to the world that Christ is the way, he is the only way, he is the truth and the life, and that no man may come to you except through him. Help us to have the strength to say that and to mean it and to see a lost and dying world changed through the power of the gospel that we have learned. We thank you so much for it.